I know, I usually have coffee. Coffee's much better, it's much healthier, but just, I know it's not good for you, but sometimes I just can't resist. As you can see, I, I, I take a lot of PEDs for my energy. Advocates, we're back. Commercial claim show. I'm your host, Vince Perry, licensed and certified public adjuster in the state of Florida. Uh, we're back with another episode, and we're back with another bonus episode, and a bonus episode on a Friday, and another top 10. Top 10. This time, we're gonna avoid the negativity of top 10 mistakes, which I hope you guys all enjoyed. This time, we're doing the top 10 ways to maximize your claim. Okay, get the most value of your claim. Get the most dollar amounts of your claim on every single claim, hopefully. Uh, these are just 10 ways that I've just come up with uh, that have obviously helped me throughout my years. Uh, like I said in the last video of the top 10 mistakes, please comment below if there's any more. If there's, if there's anything that I'm missing, I guarantee I'm missing some. I don't know everything, that is for sure. So let's get straight into it. Um, these are in no particular order. None is really more important than the other. So if you hear me say, this is the key, this is the vital, this is the most important, not necessarily true. They're all, they're all really important so make sure we get good at all these things so number 10 number 10 10 10 is negotiation negotiation is super important um, it, it's something that, that you get better at with time I still personally I feel like I have a lot to learn and I still try to read up as much as I can a couple of books that I've been recommended in Facebook groups which are fantastic uh, the first book I read is getting to yes so getting to yes is a very good book that you could read which basically talks about uh, finding interest in both sides. You want both sides to sort of have, have, have the same common interest. And I'll give you an example with the insurance company. When you're negotiating with an insurance adjuster and they're only trying to pay 10,000 bucks and you got 100,000 bucks, you need to remind that insurance adjuster that we have the same interest and that's the insured, that's the homeowner. At the end of the day, you know, they're representing the insurance company which is supposed to have the homeowner's uh, best interest at heart. Um, obviously, we wouldn't exist if they actually did, but it, it's the it's 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 the basis of what insurance companies are for is just to ensure that everything's going to be okay. So remind the adjuster that when you're negotiating, that hey, you know what, you and I we're we're not all that different. We're technically representing two different sides, but we're looking out for the same common goal, which is to make sure that this homeowner or business owner gets back to where they were before. You know, you remind them of that sometimes, they, they, they tend to listen to you a little bit more and or maybe are willing to, to, to give you what you want. The other book that I like a lot is Never Settle for Less. I can't remember the, the name of the writer, I could find it while I'm sort of talking right now, uh, but Never Settle for Less was written by a uh, former FBI, uh, settle for less, former FBI hostage negotiator. And, um, and uh, the, the book is fantastic. I actually just finished it and uh, it's, it's pretty good. Is it Never Settle for Less? Oh my goodness. Maybe that's not what it's called. Uh, hold on, hold on, NT minus three, two, 
one and it's called Never Split the Difference. Never Split the Di Difference by Chris Voss. So sorry, not Never Settle for Less. Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. He is a former FBI hostage negotiator and he's got some really interesting techniques actual legitimate legitimate specific techniques on how you could get the other side to give you what you want um, so it's basically asking a lot of questions you ask uh, you know what I'm not gonna give away too much in case you're on the other side but no you want to ask how and when questions and uh, it's just it's very very interesting I would take a look at that book as well okay so negotiation you get better at it and the better you get the more you're gonna maximize a lot of your settlements so I would suggest just practicing maybe you could practice on your kids practice on other people and and read up on it as much as you can uh, okay number nine is this is gonna be pretty obvious but good estimates you want to have a good estimate you want to make sure uh, like I said in my top 10 mistakes is his people don't put everything that's supposed to be in there you don't want to miss anything you don't want to miss anything on your estimate obviously you don't want to have any fluff in there you want to have a good argument for every single line item that you have in your estimate but don't miss anything uh, you need to also include stuff that has potential of breaking when you're doing the repair process so insurance companies say that they're only allowed to write up what's damaged you as a public adjuster need to make sure that you write up everything that also is potentially possible to be damaged if you disagree with me and you're on the insurance company side uh, please uh, send me a comment uh, but that's just the way it's got to be you got to make sure that you have everything in there so that you could uh, help your negotiations and maximize your claim to get as much as possible no fluff nothing that's not supposed to be in there if there's a uh, if there's no damage to the kitchen cabinets um, I wouldn't write up the kitchen cabinets if there's no damage to the ceiling I wouldn't write up the ceiling however if your floor is going under the kitchen cabinets you are going to at least need to detach and reset those things so keep that in mind have good estimates whether you put the estimates together yourself or whether you hire an estimator have good estimates uh, to me I told you I was gonna say this to me this is number eight I think it's probably the most important thing and I realize this now that I have a very good assistant working for me and it's very nice and you want to have a streamlined workflow is what I call it streamlined workflow what does that entail that means having a good follow-up system having a good file system and having a good note-taking system so you have a system sort of in place that you that you follow up on a weekly basis every single day you've got a calendar that comes up on that file that says you need to follow up with the insurance company Okay, that's very important because that pushes them. If there's no information that they need to investigate their claim within 90 days, well, it shouldn't take them 90 days. If they've got everything they need, which we'll get to documentation, so on and so forth, well, that's it. They're, they need to make a coverage decision immediately. Uh, immediately. So within a week or two weeks, they just need to follow up. So a good follow-up system. Um, what else did I say? You need to have a good follow-up system, a good filing system, just to make sure you've got all your files in order. And I said something else that I can't remember but streamed workflow. workflow. So what we use, uh, myself and my assistant, we use a nice little application that she showed me called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. This is not a paid advertising for Trello. I'm just saying this is what we use and it works amazing. I've heard of a couple other softwares that people use, uh, Ascent, Avant or something like that. I don't know, Trello is fantastic. You've got these different boards that you put up and you've got your different tasks. We have it separated to each claim and we've got calendars that come up. We've got a checklist to make sure we got the LOR, the estimate, documentation, photos. It's really cool. So Trello works for us. Um, I use Google Calendar for all my calendar appointments, Gmail. I use a lot of Google stuff. 
Um, I know a lot of people have different CRMs. I'd love to hear what CRMs that you use. I don't use that, but we definitely use Trello and it works uh, fantastically. So a streamlined workflow, very important. It will help your claims get paid, not just, not just max settlement, but much faster by pushing them along on a weekly basis. Uh, so we're at 10, 9, 8, and it got the numbers wrong last time. 10, 9, 8, 7. Seven is documentation. Documentation is key. You need to make sure that you've got all your documentation lined up and ready. And I like to have the documentation ready right at the initial inspection. So before the claim is filed and during the process of the actual filing of the claim, you want to be getting that estimate together. You want to take those photos upon your initial inspection and you want to get any kind of invoices or proposals or documentation that you may need from experts, whether that be a plumbing invoice, a repair, a proposal, whatever it is. Have basically, those are three things, right? Photos, estimate, the, and, uh, and, uh, and invoices. Those are basically three things and your contract that you wanna have ready upon the initial inspection. So that that night that you have the initial inspection or on site, you could send the field adjuster all of the stuff. So what does that mean? Within seven days after the initial inspection, you're already basically saying, you've got everything you need, let's settle this claim. And that's already just within seven days of the initial inspection. You could have your claim paid rather quickly. It's happened with us and it's pretty phenomenal. We've had initial payments come out within two weeks. So that's how you do it. Uh, one that's very important to me and it's for any entrepreneur, we're at 10, 9, 8, 7, number 6. No, 10, 9, 8, 7, number 6, very important to me and I believe it's very important for any entrepreneur is answer your phone answer your phone, answer your phone every single time from clients to insurance companies. Because if you answer your client's phone every single time they call, they're going to know that they're going to feel important and they're going to know that you're looking out for them and you've got nothing to hide either. And you're on your game and you're on the ball and you're doing what you have to do. And then anytime the insurance adjuster calls, there's a good chance that he's calling either for some last minute documentation that you could provide them right on the spot or within the 24 hours to move it along, or maybe they're calling to negotiate. So answer your phone all the time. And then you might also be getting new claims, you know, those new potential clients that's just going to really grow your business so to me number one most important is answer your phone clients insurance companies and co-workers you get so much more done and I always say that you make a lot more money just by answering your phone I think it's number five experts it's good to have four three two it's good to have a good team of experts around you that you know that you can trust that you can rely on will be out there when you need them expert plumber expert leak detection expert roofer expert flooring person, you know, maybe you're not sure what kind of floor it is. You can get an expert out there and you don't just get an expert to help you with your estimate. You get an expert to provide you documentation because I've said this before, not any knock on public adjusters. I've been doing it for 12 years. I love my job, but we are not experts in these trades. We are expert in reading a policy and negotiating for, for, for dollars on the claim. We're not plumbing experts. We're not roofing experts. Get a good team of experts that you could have right on your claim, right at the house immediately. You ask the client, do you have a plumber that can do this work? Usually they say no, and then you say, I've got a great guy who's honest with integrity, and he'll give us the documentation that we need to present to the insurance company. So have a good a team of experts around you. That's going to help maximize your claim, and it's going to help your claim get paid and covered and not denied because you've got that expert witness. Good photos, okay? Too many times, and it's and I'm at fault as well. 
Uh, when I first started as a public adjuster, I never took photos. Never! Until I finally just got... What happens is if, if these claims end up in litigation and they take a year or two, you don't remember these claims at all and you might have a deposition and they might just want to see photos from back then. And if you don't take them upon your initial inspection, it, it's, it, it could hurt your claim later. Excuse me, it could hurt your claim later, which ends up you possibly getting less money than what you actually can get. So initial inspection, right when you walk into that house, you need to start taking photos. I like to take photos starting from the outside, take a photo of the outside of the house, and then I just go room by room, try to get the damage first, and then do all the rooms wherever it's continuous flooring and so on and so forth. But good photos are very important. Attorneys love good photos if it's in litigation, and it's just good to have as a part of your file when you send that out to the insurance company. Um, mitigation is key. This can go back to experts, but mitigation is key. Get the dry out company to dry out the water immediately and get that expert to go out and make that repair immediately. Mitigation, mitigation, mitigation. It's super important. You as a public adjuster already know that, but it will help maximize your claim if you show the insurance company that you did your due diligence or the homeowner, business owner did their due diligence to stop the damage from getting worse. Um, so last two, number two and number one are just pretty vague, but number two is going to say, I'm going to say is be confident. Be confident in, in your negotiation. Be confident in yourself. Uh, the way I just be confident is I just believe in what I'm doing. Uh, us as public adjusters, we are, my wife used to call it the Robin Hood. We are the Robin Hood. Um, we take care of the poor. We take care of the people to make sure that they are that they are treated with a level of integrity, and we're doing whatever we can to help them get back on their feet after these losses. So that should help you be confident. You're in it for a good cause. You're in it for a good purpose, and that should be uh, that should help you maximize your claim. And then number one, I guess, would be just be patient. Patience is a virtue in this game. I call it the insurance claim game for a reason. You can do all the negotiating and you can do all of the, the best estimates together and get all your experts out there and you present your estimate of $100,000 and a payment comes out for 10. You, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate, it's, it happens. No matter how good of a case you present, you need to be patient with this process. It can be very frustrating sometimes, but it's a good thing that the policy reads out in a way where we can dispute it if it's an underpayment. We've got the appraisal process in place. We've got mediation also in place that could present, uh, that, that we could present. And then there's also litigation, which could take a very long time. Uh, but stay the course, stay with it. Uh, eventually you'll have so many claims in there even the ones that are taking longer those will eventually get paid as long as you have enough patience to to wait and just play that game this is I mean that's what it is uh, you just have to just do your best uh, be confident be patient so um, that's it I like I said I'm sure there's a ton more stuff uh, I would love to hear your comments and see if you could leave something below that would be awesome um, whatever other ways that you guys could help me maximize my claims I would greatly appreciate it but this, those are just a few top 10 things that I think are very important if you want to try maximizing your claims obviously we can get into more detail with some of these things but for now that's my top 10 it's Friday you guys have a good weekend and we'll see you next week peace